Hey, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you today with an episode on request from many of you on essentially the keto diet, uh, the ketogenic diet. Uh, if it's for you, what's my take on it, the science behind it, and uh, anything in between. So I'll dig into that here really quick. Uh, just full disclaimer, uh, I don't follow the keto diet personally. Uh, it's not my goal to be in ketosis uh, every single day, um, but I do have a handful of people here, athletes and clients of ours who do do it and it does work for them and they feel good on it. Um, and then other people do it and they completely fail miserably. Uh, before I dig into this, I think the failure rate of this quote unquote diet or lifestyle is about 99% for most people. Just because I don't, I think it's so restrictive in terms of carbohydrates. I know a lot of people like to, you know, drink booze and and eat cookies and have shit in between there. So for a lot of people, this doesn't work. But for the the people we have here who can sell out to it, uh, they've been crushing it on it and they feel, um, you know, pretty good. So with that said, uh, the ketogenic diet is basically a low carbohydrate, you know, moderate protein, higher fat diet, which puts your body into this uh, metabolic state known as uh, ketosis. Uh, Essentially, that's where the name comes from. It's... Pretty simple. Essentially, what it means is that when you figure out your macros, your proteins, carbs, and fats breakdown, which we've talked about in other podcasts, uh, you find that you're eating mostly fats and the fats that are good for you guys, not just fucking cheeseburgers and uh, and deep fried stuff. And so your diet consists of mostly fats, some protein, and very little carbohydrates, probably a lot less than most of you are eating right now. So obviously, getting into you know ketosis is the goal of the you know ketogenic diet, essentially. Uh, when your body's in this kind of state of ketosis, basically what happens is your liver will start to produce ketones, which become the main energy source for your body. And this all revolves around, obviously, the fat consumption. So you can see how important fat is, you guys. And again, simple, stupid science. There's essential proteins and there's essential fats. Those are just facts of life. That's not me making it up. There is no, quote, unquote, essential carbohydrate. Hence why the, the keto diet basically focuses on fats and then protein secondary and very minimal carbohydrates, if any, for most of you guys. Um, so again, obviously the diet, you know, it's, it's referred to keto. Uh, when you hear a lot of people talk about it, that'd be kind of the buzzword. So basically what it is, is the premise of it and and why they kind of back it is your body is, you know, I guess kind of designed to run more efficiently as a fat burner, uh, than like a, you know, a sugar burner, if you will. And that's basically what carbohydrates are. You guys is just sugar as it's getting broken down. And so when you're eating something, let's say higher in carbohydrates, like cookies, cakes, uh, pastas, your body will produce glucose and insulin. And for you guys who are listening, glucose is basically the simplest molecule for your body to convert and use as energy. So that's why it's a preferred energy source for your body. That's why uh, when you eat things like cookies, you'll get a little rush, boom, you'll feel like you're bouncing off the walls or your kids do or whatever it may be. Then insulin uh, is produced, it's basically to the process of glucose uh, in your bloodstream by transporting it around the body. Basically, that's kind of like the train or the vehicle that moves it around. Uh, so it's, you know, sounds pretty efficient and that's kind of how, you know, most of you guys, uh, how your body runs. The problem is, is basically when glucose is used as your main energy source, uh, the fats are not needed for energy as much, therefore they're stored. So your body is, is pretty good at storing two things, carbs and fats. Whenever there's abundance of it, they kind of hold on to it. So like with the average human's diet, you know, glucose basically becomes the main energy source because there uh, is a surplus of it and that's what your body will use. So, you know, initially for most people, it's not a huge problem, and, but your body, what it does is until you realize that your body can't really store, I guess, that much glucose, uh, the issue becomes basically glucose gets converted into fat, which then is stored. So when you're eating at a calorie surplus, uh, the average person tends to store fat more quickly. That's why for most of our programs with people, uh, we typically tend to put them on a higher protein, 
higher fat, lower carbohydrate diet. Not necessarily, you know, as low to get into ketosis, but enough carbohydrates to run and feel efficient. And so that's kind of what we subscribe for most people. So I guess the whole goal of, you know, the ketogenic diet is to become a fat burner and not a sugar burner. So that means basically to train your body to stop relying on, you know, just glucose and start relying on fats more often. So what happens is when you guys lower your carbohydrate intake, so if you go from eating 300 carbs a day to, let's say, 50 carbs a day, for example, the body begins to look for other energy sources and the body enters kind of this metabolic state known as ketosis. So all it is is ketosis is basically just a, a natural process that kind of makes sense when you think about the human body for most people. Um, you probably heard it before the facts that you can go you know weeks without food, but only you know a handful of days without water. The reason for this is ketosis. Most people, um, you know, long and short of it, have enough fat stored in their bodies um, to fuel them for quite a while. Um, and so like in a, you know, a great survival situation, you and Bear Growls are out in the woods and he happens to get lost, you know, the one time, um, you'll be able to make it through the day. When your body is in a state of ketosis, it basically produces those ketones. And the ketones occur from a breakdown in fat in the liver, hence the importance of consuming enough fat every single day. So if you guys are going to go this route and cut your carbohydrates completely down, or you guys just think you feel better on lower carbohydrate diet, make sure you're getting enough substantial fats every single day and a good amount of proteins to still be able to do your thing. So think of it that way. Uh, when you're when you're on a lower carb intake, your glucose levels, along with your blood sugar, basically drops, which turns lower levels of insulin in your body. It allows basically your fat cells to kind of release uh, the water, the excess water that you're storing. Um, that's why for most people, when they drop their carbohydrates from their diet uh, in the week, like, oh my God, I lost five pounds. Most of it's water weight just because basically um, the glucose levels are gone. Your body is not holding as much water. Therefore, you're expelling it quicker and it's gone and you weigh less. And then after that, obviously, the fat cells are able to kind of enter the, the bloodstream and, and go to the liver. And the end goal is you know, boom, you're rocking and rolling and looking like a rock star. So um, basically, the end goal for all this stuff, you guys, is, you know, it's to get in ketosis. And you don't enter ketosis by starving your body. You enter ketosis by starving your body of just carbohydrates. And so there's a difference between that. You know, you don't cut everything super low. It's just the carbohydrates super low. Most of you are going to be eating substantially more fat than you're used to. And, you know, maybe more or less protein, depending on what your guys' current macros are. So it's an important thing to remember um, because a lot of people, when they hear, you know, the keto diet, it is extreme um, and they kind of start going crazy and they think, I'm going to starve myself. Um, but the matter of fact, when you're, when you're eating keto, you don't starve at all. Uh, you, you'll eat less probably carbohydrates overall and, and maybe even calories and, and you'll probably feel fuller, I guess. It, it's basically just... It depends on you as the person, and I think satiety and you know satiation is tied to meal size, not meal frequency. And I think overall, when people eat a meal that's higher in fat and carbo, and, excuse me, higher in fat and proteins than just carbohydrates, they tend to kind of feel fuller longer. So, I guess the biggest benefits, uh, if you guys are going to try, you know, the keto diet would be. Uh, Obviously, you know, weight loss uh, is substantial for a lot of people. Fat loss, you know, tied to that, you a lot of people have a better, you know, control on blood sugar. Uh, over time, uh, I think people do feel an increase in energy when they get used to it. Uh, they probably have a better control of their appetite. I think they're satisfied a little bit longer. And even some people will say things like, you know, they have better mental focus or whatever it may be. Um, and oftentimes these diets... Uh, 
will help people improve things such as cholesterol, maybe blood pressure, um, insulin resistance uh, is the reason why a lot of people suffer from, let's say, type 2 diabetes. So the ketogenic diet helps people lower their insulin levels you know, over time uh, to healthy ranges so they're no longer in a group of people um, you know, that are you know, considered in the diabetes kind of category. So for a lot of you guys, um, what do you eat on a keto diet? Uh, pretty simple stuff. It's uh, You're really going to avoid things like bread, cereals, pastas, starches, legumes, even fruits, uh, beans. Uh, the, probably the exception to that rule would be like things like avocados, uh, maybe berries, as long as they're consumed in you know small amounts. Uh, and the things that you'll really stick with is meats, uh, fish, chicken, turkey, eggs, uh, all the leafy greens. So anything like spinach, kale, broccoli, uh, asparagus, things that are higher in fat, like legit real cheeses, legit real butters, um, all the nuts. Walnuts, almonds, macadamians, things like that. Uh, again, you guys can have things like avocados and berries uh, and other like really low GI foods uh, like the glycemic uh, stuff with a, with a really low uh, glycemic impact on your body. And in terms of sweeteners, things like obviously like stevia, monk fruit are popular, and then obviously the fats are another huge part. So coconut oil, high fat, you know, dressings and things like that. So essentially, you can eat a lot of really cool stuff. It's just understanding what you guys can put in and put out. So you still have to obviously track macros. They still matter. So for a lot of people, if you're prescribing a, a ketogenic diet like off the rip, uh, the most popular things I've probably seen are 70% of your calories um, basically come from fats. 25% of your calories come from proteins. And as low as 5% come from carbohydrates, which is really fucking low, you guys. For a lot of you guys out there, that's going to be a struggle. That's really tough to do. That's why I say the failure rate for this is probably like 99% because I think a lot of people do struggle with eating that low of carbohydrates. Um, so for a lot of you guys, what I've seen prescribed and, and what I've heard people talk about, um, net carbs per day, uh, man, probably as low as like around 20 grams some people who are bigger and have a higher output you can probably go to maybe even 30 or 40 um it just depends on you guys as the person of what it takes to get into ketosis essentially but uh the most popular thing i've seen prescribed is kind of like that 20 30 ish carbohydrate range which is really low so again uh you guys can still eat a lot of things uh, a lot of veggies and again you're gonna have to put like kind of the the net carb game, I think, is probably the only really way to do it, uh, which is basically just the carbohydrates broken down between carbs and fiber, which is a lot to track. Because for a lot of you guys, if you don't know this, and again, we tell our people to track all the carbohydrates. We don't have them play the net game. But when you're doing keto, it's almost like you kind of have to, which is basically total carbs minus the fiber equals net carbs. Because fiber doesn't have the same effect on blood sugar. Um, it's considered like a net, I guess, zero carbohydrate food, even though in my opinion, carbohydrates are carbohydrates. So obviously that's kind of the breakdown for you guys. I guess the biggest things, if you're going to start this is obviously do the research, get with a coach and someone who's done it before and ran through it, understand meal, you know, planning, um, and being able to be somewhere where you can get access to food, especially the early stages. If you are starving, like everything, calculating your macros is fucking huge. You have to do that. I don't care what kind of lifestyle eating or diet protocol you're on. For you guys on this keto, I think coffee and water are going to be your saviors. Drink a shit ton of fluids, stay super hydrated, and uh, obviously make your training fit what you're doing and get enough quality sleep. I think that's a, a huge key as well. But the biggest thing is 
when you guys go through this, just understanding you have to restrict your carbohydrates. Um, you have to, honestly, for a lot of you who are, you know, into training, you might have to restrict your protein slightly. Um, don't worry about eating, you know, too much fat. Obviously, you have the macros fit, but fat is going to be your number one, basically, fuel source uh, through everything throughout the day. And again, like I said, um, just consider different things like uh, when you snack, be mindful of the food you're putting in. Consider if you're in a fasting protocol, if it's intermittent fasting or some other protocol similar. Um, obviously, the exercise and obviously look at the supplements you guys are taking when, when you have a major diet change like this. So um, I guess the last thing is how do people know if you're in ketosis? Um, obviously, they do uh, like the simple like urine strips, uh, which you guys can kind of test yourself. Um, a lot of things are going to happen when you guys do get into ketosis. Uh, extremely dry mouth for a lot of you guys. Um, bad breath for a lot of you, which is kind of crew. Um, basically, when your body creates this, uh, I guess, exotone, basically, it's a ketone that's uh, partially excreted through your breath. And so that does change, which I know is not super sexy for you guys. Um, and again, obviously, you're going to, over time, going to have like reduced hunger, and I think an increase in energy levels. So um, hopefully that helps you guys. I know I kind of rambled on a lot. Uh, I guess the last little thing maybe to touch on, uh, no, I think that's probably cool. Uh, again, if you guys have any questions specifically on this, let me know. I guess the biggest thing is it's a lot of trial and error. And what I say with anybody is trying any protocol, whether it's like the whole 30 shit, if it's straight paleo, if it's IF, if it's uh, carb backloading, if it's keto, Find something that works for you and for your lifestyle. And the only way you can really understand that is if you try it for yourself. Uh, Maybe give it a go for 30 days. See if it's for you. And when I say chart it and track it, not just tracking um, the food that you're eating every single day. Obviously, macros matter. So like being on my fitness pal and being mindful of it. But how much energy you had every day, how your training went, how much sleep you had. And obviously, when you go into something extreme, which I think, you know, kind of the keto diet is when there's no carbohydrates, the first probably seven to 10 days are probably going to suck ass for a lot of you guys because it's a huge adjustment. Your body is getting used to it. You might be hangry, tired, and pissed. So please, you know, tell your wife, your coworkers, and your friends that you're starting this kind of new protocol. But uh, I think that's probably the biggest things. And just be prepared for it. And uh, understand that it is, is a major change to your system. And, but give it a shot for 30 days and see if it's for you. Um, um, that's I've went through a handful of protocols, you guys, everything from completely gluten-free uh, to paleo to carb backloading uh, to intermittent fasting and kind of everything in between. And me, I'm an intermittent fasting guy. I do a, a higher protein, higher fat diet. I'm not uh, not that I don't eat carbohydrates. I do. Um, but I, for me to, to go keto and go that low every day, I think I'd be pretty miserable. And I would I would probably lose you know some size over time. Uh, maybe not. But uh I like I like food too much, and so it's it's tough for me to give up a lot of the the fun things. And I think it's it's cool to have a little bit of a moderation and balance in your life. But again, a lot of people know that uh, keto has changed their life, and it's put them on the right track to be healthier and happier. So it might be the answer for you guys. So hopefully, this podcast helped a little bit, and it went into enough detail uh, for you, and it wasn't too confusing. I'll do a write up on the Jeremy Scott Fitness blog here probably sometime in the next. Uh, you know, seven to 10 days. So I will mention that as well. But again, any other questions you guys or something you want to see, hit me up, let me know. But until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy. Your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace.